I am unashamed. What about you? Everything centers. I, I, I've not watched any of them that didn't bring up. Do you? Is the coffee made? You gonna make us a cup of coffee? Do we have any? I mean, and and it's like gold when they were traveling out across the West and fighting in between skirmishes with the with the Indians. You said you you got the coffee made? Yep. That's I sit down and have a cup. The so coffee was a big deal in all the movies the way they're portrayed. Now why? The why of that, I'm not quite sure, but you it's in every one of them. You might have stumbled up on something. Because I used to say most good movies that I've that I've seen, they start off with water. Somewhere in the opening scene, it'll be water. Yeah. And I'm like, here. But, so, but, think but now about you're it. saying it's coffee on the Western. So think about it. About We're that. traveling across the wilderness, taming the West. Hold I'm on. trying he, to figure run, out oh, what he, kind of train they had hauling the coffee out there because they all had it, every last one of them. I don't know whether it's just in the movies or really they, they, they drank a lot of coffee. But how did you get there in the middle of nowhere in a covered wagon? Make sure you got the coffee. No coffee, no trip. No coffee, no trip. Where is the coffee? I'm going to now put that into every, because I watch old westerns too. Have I'm you a, noticed that? I hadn't noticed it, but you watch it them. Seems Every one of them has a coffee scene. You've made no, most of them more than more than three or four or five, six times. No you, matter what, you, who was getting killed, stringing them up. We're gonna go hang him. We're fighting the Indians. We can't cross the river. Break out the coffee. Break out the coffee. I, I do remember that in the quite a bit of liquor, but but it was coffee <laughs> and, and whiskey. That's <laughs> been saying those were the two motivating foodstuffs that you had to have if we're going to tame the West. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching around here. I just, I so, where are you going? Sip the coffee drink. <laughs> the coffee drink. <laughs> Things well. haven't changed. We're in the wilderness of sin, and you say, y'all keep the pot going all the time. I will going. say this. Every Bible study that I've had in the last, what I was, would say, what was the centerpiece? 10 years, I get my Bible. They're like, they're on their way. Yeah. And I make a pot of coffee. There you go. No matter what the hour is. There you go. Whether it's midnight. Arrows hey. are raining down from the bluffs, but you in there, you, you got the coffee. And a lot of bullet holes in coffee, coffee, the, 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 the bucket, they shoot, that's where the bullet hits, right there, all gathered around the coffee. The shots ring out, you know, good night. They got a coffee pot with a hole in it now. I would have said a pot of beans probably more than the coffee. Because you remember those, that is the coffee maker. Yeah, you you remember the Trinity? Is that what I'm here? You remember the Trinity movies? Yeah, this is what started this. I came in here, and we hadn't been here in a couple <laughs> days, and somebody had put way too much coffee in the coffee part, and and must we, have been we, the new guy, we, the new new guy. Yeah, was that you? No, he wasn't here last time. Okay, so then when I that opened it, guy. it had like carterized into just something that's because we put we've told this before but you put as much coffee as possible in the filter as much it will hold yeah. almost running out running over i mean in fact we could do a whole <laughs> section about how you came about the world's largest 
coffee filters, which you gave me a thousand of them, and I appreciate it. But I, I've looked across the globe for them, and somehow you got them. So, but I had to clean that out, and you were, I don't know, the next thing you I know. I put a man on that task, Dan the eunuch, and, and, <laughs> and to his credit, he, you know, when I looked at what he, he had two boxes. I mean, it was huge boxes. Oh, enough I enough coffee it. filters to last the rest of my life. He got them. And well, I when gave I some went, to you. yeah, I when I went down there and you like had them in a secret hiding place, and you brought them up. He he has thousands, thousands. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> Dan, Dan, he Dan handed me that. a thousand, and I'm I, like, I said, Dan, you reckon that's enough to hold us? He said. Well, I, I thought that you, you you didn't want to run out of them. I said, well, I said, I'll tell you what, you did well. But but it took him several weeks yeah. to locate. I mean, Al, it's such a well, supply. Dan, Dan is like... <laughs> <laughs> Dan is like Red on Shawshank Redemption. He's a man who knows how to find things, except the difference in Red and Dan is Dan knows how to find things in bulk. In yeah. bulk. bulk. I mean, this is the amount he has is like a wheel leaving amount. It's yeah. like the land, the houses, there, there's tens of thousands of oversized coffee filters up under the bottom three cabinets where you usually put pans no it's coffee filter. I, I couldn't believe it i was like the man has he has acquired quite we're not running out of coffee filters but they got to be you know, in this life or the next if you stack them on top of one another and it stands up that high that's yeah. years well phil you but when you handed me them i was so excited but it's revolutionized my coffee making process every morning the last month since he gave them to me because you you're not going to fill it up <laughs> so you and it's it's a lot cleaner because you don't have what this happens what happens is we want strong coffee so we put as much coffee in there but the filters are like so small oh yeah which may be why like restaurant and convenience store coffee is so weak because they don't have big enough filter. It's, terrible. it's not the coffee, it's the filter. It won't hold enough coffee. Won't hold enough coffee. Yep. <laughs> and so, well, we corrected that problem. So, so uh, we will, we need to add that to our Western wares <laughs> is to notice the coffee. I was going to say about the beans, because those trendy movies, you know, dude's always eating, but he always ate the whole pan of beans. Yep. Now, whether you're acting or in real life, if you eat an entire black iron skillet of beans that's impressive and he he did it in like 60 seconds yeah yeah and i it. thought boy i'd hate to be on that set the rest of the day yeah <laughs> well i think about the around the old campfire you know after about an hour or two of that all the old cow hands that, that's going to yeah. turn into something well, not you, pleasant and you remember on you know they would let us on the tv show when we did it for five years we would be ourselves and do the scene and then the famous deal is we, can you do that again? Yeah. And so at first we tried, which they never ran. For safety. They, they, yeah, but after a while, they would say, can you do that again? I said, no. And we <laughs> moved on. That that was all of that. But can you imagine them saying, yeah. can you do that again after you just ate that whole pot of beans? Ooh. I mean. Yeah, they had to make it. Hey, and you know something else, Dad? The, you know, the around the world, because I've done a little travel, people around the world, you know, some countries do but but they're not in love with coffee as much as it is here you know you find it like in in south america and some of the south america you know, it, like it, Caribbean is, it is they have they it is it's big 
But Phil, what they do. happened? But you go, go ahead, it's tea and tea in Europe. You know, they're yeah. all tea drinkers. You know, like hot tea. Yeah, I love the they tea, drink but they get offended when you ask for ice, which is frustrating. You can't find ice. <laughs> can't find big filters in America. You can't find ice in Europe. No ice, it, yeah, and, and right. they're offended if you ask for it. But I like my tea. The over Asians ice. think that ice is a killer. Ice is a killer. No, no ice. None, none. Yeah, really. No ice on anything. It's a killer. Well, they, 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 the life of the ice would be rough. They were like, you know, iced tea. They said that will kill you. Well, they, Phil, they, you've defied that. <laughs> Yeah, hey. I drink about a gallon of that. You're living day. proof. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't you say that? Well, that it's funny. We all have. I was going to say that microbiome. I was going to say we all have ice makers, like huge oh, yeah. industrial ice makers at our house. Didn't the microbiologist tell you that the ice in the tea actually does something that enhances the taste? The radiational cooling or something? Well, I've heard that, but I mean. You I know. thought you told me that. Well, I might have. I... Wasn't it Stevenson, the guy that told you that? Yeah, somebody told me that. gave me that info. Okay. Well, uh, you want to get us a coffee? And I'll, I'm going to tell you about, look, I got my <laughs> cup. I got a Yeti cup right beside the, you You want to make the coffee? We'll just keep going while you get the coffee. Yep, all right. I mean, the coffee's made. I was going to tell you about my trip, unless you have something else planned, Al. No, I'm just laughing because we're the only podcast in America that opens up talking about Western coffee and then dad gets up and goes and make coffee during the podcast. Well, Phil. Nobody got, else is doing this. No, I made the coffee. <laughs> he just, he he was so wound up about the Westerns and the coffee. He had noticed that, which I'm glad he's off the news. I said that this morning. One of my metal detecting buddies sent me a a picture of what he had found uh, this Saturday. And it was, he, he found a couple of old coins and we had this big contraption. I said, what is that? And he said, not every day do you find a manure spreader at a at an old house. And I said, well, you can find that every day by watching the news. <laughs> well, well I, thought, I thought it that was, was clever. I, I, I'm all, I'm Here, off. I'm uh, get my cup. Man. I have boycotted uh all i would say 90 98% of uh all sports all news media uh all all tv shows meaning uh newscast no i, I couldn't take any more of it so i just retreated now uh we down here in the south Throw the coronavirus in, you want to. That's fine with me. Overthrow the uh, the recent election, and uh, which I thought was a bummer. <clears throat> but okay. I, I just boycotted all of it. And it occurred to me that the centerpiece of all old Western, you say, so what actually do you watch? Uh, all the episodes that Matt Dillon made, uh, Gunsmoke. Is this Gunsmoke? Okay. Gunsmoke. They, they've got it going. It's still making money to this day. But I noticed in all Western movies, I only watch the Westerns 99% of the time, old Westerns, you pretty well know how they're going to end. It's always good and evil. <laughs> and the good, the good, uh, the vast majority of the time, the good win. 
and the, the evil loses and nearly every one of them. And it's the same thing there. But the centerpiece of all of them is what I have in my hand right here. There's not a Western I know of that does not have multiple scenes of individuals yeah. drinking coffee as the West was being tamed. In other words, the arrows from the Comanches are flying by. You're over there behind some rocks, but it all started when y'all were just sitting there having a cup of coffee. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if that's true. What, I mean, the co drinking coffee. <clears throat> so what I'm think trying to figure out is. I know how we get it. We order it from people, and they send in black rifles with us, wherever them, and the coffee. But how in the world did they get that much coffee? Because as it's portrayed <laughs> the West. in Westerns, we're going to drink coffee at least 10 times during the making of this two-hour film. We're going to have a lot of scenes where they're si sitting around a coffee pot. I'm embarrassed that I missed that. Every fight you ever see <clears throat> where people are hurt, it's a fist fight. The coffee pot's in the middle of it. It's getting knocked over. It's thrown in somebody's <laughs> face. Coffee is the centerpiece of all westerns. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. <laughs> I watched an old western last. So night. in reality, how did, do they have a wagon train that's hauling this coffee as they tame the west? Because they all had it, or did they just get it each town? They got them a fifty-pound bag because you know hey. we got twenty drovers out there working the cattle. And every time they look up, they come over there to the to the wagon, and the yeah. cook there, he's always a strange acting fella. But uh, they all have beans. <laughs> they eat beans and drink coffee. That's what won the West: yeah. coffee and beans. I'm I'm I, I'm with you. <laughs> I I, I'm convinced, I started right. watching an old Western last night. It was a Spanish western they talked english but it half english half spanish was there any coffee drinking scenes well here's what happened i the first five minutes i turned it on it was i was getting i didn't think i was sleepy but i turned it on and it was this old boy and he was at a bullfight that's kind of how it started and then uh they had caught there was a prisoner they had with just his neck from the neck up out of the ground they had buried him you know and they were they were setting all the stages, and then the guy who was at the bullfight, now he's at a poker game, and, well, he noticed he was looking at the dice, kept rolling the same numbers, so the dealer, he he got his pistol out, and he handed him a glass of water, so it wasn't coffee, and he said, drink this, and then as he was fixed to drink it, because the guy was looking around like, what, he dropped the two dice in the cup. And so the guy's drinking the water, and the dice are like, he's struggling, and he gets them in his mouth, but he's like, so he's like, ah. He said, open your mouth. <laughs> so he had his pistol, and he shoved those dice, like, and he's <laughs> And so they were setting, the, I thought it was a great scene, though. You, you don't see Westerns like that anymore, and that's what I was going to say. What happened to the modern Western? When's the last time you've seen a great Western? Well, they, they quit making them. That's they did. They, they quit making them. I would tell you how this ended. Let's take a break. So, Jace, you you mentioned this that there's a lot of reasons why people are stressed out. Would you was is that a fair thing to say? These are stressing um, times, just though. in general. Yeah. And and now that you and I have been on the road a little bit, we really see the stress. You know, in terms of air travel and everything else. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's it's an interesting time. 
Well, one of the things you don't want to be stressed out about is male pattern baldness or receding hairline. You don't want to be stressed out about that. Uh, and yet people do, right? So the good news is we have a, a, one of our longtime sponsors uh, that's going to help you out. It's called Keeps. And basically what they do is they have a doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment. Uh, and it's not expensive. It's a lot cheaper than some of the other stuff that's out there. So they want you to be able to keep your hair and not be stressed out about it. So basically you go to their website, keeps.com, that's K-E-E-P-S.com. And they're going to have a licensed doctor. They're going to take a few pics of your hair. They're going to review your info. And basically they're going to give you a recommendation. They're going to ship it straight to your door so you don't have to go anywhere. It's a pretty good deal. It's keeps.com slash door. You get 50% off your first order, which is cool. Keeps.com slash door, 50% off, and don't be stressed about your hair. I would tell you how this ended, but five minutes later, I was asleep. And when I woke up, the credits were coming. Yeah. So... I need to watch them. Well, you take oh. Matt Dillon gun smoke. <clears throat> you might as well get ready. When you watch these 30-minute little shows, they always had coffee and they always had whiskey. Whiskey and coffee. That put together, that combo won the West. But I think Coffee they, and whiskey. Well, I think they were doing that to, what's the word? to be an apposition because if you drink too much whiskey you need some coffee counterbalance <laughs> that's what i was thinking well, well, might have been. well let me well, give you remember some... that so they would they would come into town you know you'd have the 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 cow pokes and then they would come into town to get provisions and while they were in town they'd slip over to the saloon so they had their coffee they were taking back to the camp but they were getting them a little hooch at the yeah. uh, at the old saloon, that gotta, was kind of the setup. For you got to remember, Phil. Back then, the average life expectancy was probably like thirty eight. Yeah. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know whether the whiskey finally got them. I think the whiskey or got too them. much coffee or both, a combo of both. But uh, it was a lifestyle of get up yeah. in the morning, hit the coffee. When the sun goes sure. down, get on the whiskey. Well, but, I'm gonna make you feel better today <laughs> because the reason you stop watching the news and all that, you have these moments in life that you just feel like are a profound moment that's a game changer i al you preached on that yesterday which was spectacular it was really good oh did you see the sermon i I showed it to i wanted dad to see it too because uh since i did his video in it well that was was that a off your show in the woods Yes, I'm going to start watching woods. that. I didn't know that's the kind of stuff y'all were doing. That was excellent. Oh, yeah. And I, I thought it was a creative way to share, especially in our modern world and people watching online. I mean, that, that was riveting. And I, I knew that we had researched that chapter on the podcast, which is helping right. you preach because yeah, some of our you ideas— Oh yeah, you did. I, I put thought. your question. I put your questions in there, which are really good. Well, and you focused on another one that I didn't. Which, by the way, I had written down, which was the why question, which was amazing yeah. when you did that part. It it, it was awesome. I, I am I thought uh, it was phenomenal. I have found myself at seventy four, and I'll be seventy five in April if I make it that long. If I have no aches or pains anywhere in my body, 
Maybe coffee has something to do with that. Who knows? No, no, pharma, no pharmaceuticals, <laughs> none, zero, no pills from a local drugstore, none. I'm all for that. I'm like, no, I'm going with off the, the news and pills. We're so learning a lot about that. <clears throat> and the, 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 any kind of uh, political yeah. wrangling, any yeah. kind of political wrangling on any of the news media, Wrangle. none. Okay. Don't take in that. Don't ingest that. So I have found myself <clears throat> at 74, boys, completely and utterly wrapped in Jesus, the Son of God, that's good. His story, it, it convicted me. Jumping off of Saul of Tarsus, you say, you know what a change in a man's thinking. Amazing. What? And he's allowed, being an ex-murderer, persecutor of the nth degree, he's allowed to God speaking through him through the Spirit to write down. Most of what we read in, in the Bible, nearly all of the New Testament, you just wouldn't have thought no. God would pick out that kind of person. It and is it, a it, riveting. Well, Jason, hey, hey, Jace, let, let me plug to the audience where they can find what you're talking about. You'll so uh, he's talking about a sermon I preached yesterday. If you go to wfrchurch.org, you can watch that sermon. And uh, it was called I, from, I'll let me, from let Name me, Changer to Ganja. Let me give you a better yeah. plug than that. Look. I will guarantee if you go watch that, you will thank me. It was also, even though we're brothers, and I'm, Al will tell you if, you know, if he lays an egg, I'll tell him. I was like, not one, not one of your best. That was spectacular. So would you call it laying an egg? Yeah, sometimes you lay an egg. <laughs> I yeah. haven't heard that term. Well, yeah, you do a lot of pre, really you do sure a lot what, of preaching. You're going to lay a few eggs. But let me mention sure though that on means, dads. <laughs> Well, just, yeah, I don't either. So dad is on, in the woods with Phil, which is on blaze TV, uh, which is his show. He did a two parter on this same thing. And I showed a little bit of that, those episodes in my sermon, but I loved it. The Cade and those guys are real creative. The name of dad's episodes are better not call me Saul. And for those in the audience, you two won't know it, but there was a show called better call Saul, or I think it was better yeah. call Saul. Or, okay, you know, that's so a little, a little cheesy. Creative thing that's a little that. cheesy, but <laughs> but it was it was. But creative. since was the creative. name of your lesson is what was it? Game changer to from, from no from name changer to game changer. Oh, name changer to game because he went from Saul right. to Paul. Okay, I'm just now getting right, that. Right. But that was spectacular, <laughs> very well done. But look, I had some good news that we we got to chase some rabbits here, and I think goose egg is the zero. When you have the goose lay an egg, yeah, zero. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Oh, like but, a zero. Yeah, okay. that, that's it. Hit me. So I wanted to give you some good news. I think maybe the last time I was here, or time before, I told about the trip that I took that was not good. You know my my troubles with the airlines. Oh yeah, the flight. I do want to yeah. report that when I said they said you're not going to get a refund, I said keep it. They actually fully refunded everything. I don't know if they heard the podcast. And your put, advice was keep it. <laughs> I said keep it because they didn't want they didn't want to let me off the plane. So I just wanted to say I appreciate the refund. Awesome, great. You didn't have to do that. I was getting off the plane, but anyway, it was a depressing story, and I gave you the pulse of what I thought America at that moment it was filled with fear and a lot of anger, and people were just 
coming unhinged, I just took another trip, and I wanted to share this, and it's really good news. I went to Lake City, Florida, <coughs> which they said was the gate known as the gateway to Florida. My opening line was, enter through the small gate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought it was funny. They didn't laugh, but when I said I thought that was funny, they didn't laugh. But here's what I want to report. Uh, I had no problems get, getting there. And so I get there, and they do, a, you know how it goes. We do a little VIP meet and greet, and the people just kept coming. And I thought, where are, they, where are these people coming from? Because I was expecting in this age of coronavirus and the fears and the last trip I took that I just didn't think it would be a big crowd. And I go out to this to the arena after the meet and greet, which was a lot of people. And this place is packed. There were over 800 people in the arena that seated 800. And I'm not sure how many other people were around. Let's call it a thousand. There were zero masks, none. And this place was raucous in a good way. <laughs> I mean, raucous. They had a phenomenal worship uh, team, contemporary worship group, saying graves in the gardens. You people that listen to this kind of music, you know. Well, that I heard that. I was back in the green room. They sang one song I wasn't familiar with. And then I heard the old, I searched the world. I'm like, let's go right now. So what I went out there. What part of the United States were you in? I would say <laughs> north to central <laughs> Florida. I'm not oh, sure where Florida. Lake City Florida. is. Yeah, Lake City, Florida. Mm -hmm. I said that. Which explains which explains why there was there was freedom there, Jay. Florida, you know, DeSantis opened up Florida pretty much, you know, full throttle a pretty good while back. And they they've been doing great. I mean, they and they've got the population centers just like New York and California, but he realized that, you know, you, you don't have to just stay locked down all the time. He was one of the original ones. Let's take Hey Jay, let's take another break. You know, I'm one of those kind, I don't know if it's because I'm the oldest in the family, Jason, I don't know if you're like this or not, but I love like when I find old pictures of like when we were young or especially like old pictures of Granny and Paul and just kind of like, you know, stuff that, you know, I hadn't seen in years and years and then kind of talking about that kind of, are you like that oh, or are you just yeah. like, nah? Once I go down the road, find the picture box, I go through them all and... You're just That's the one thing you miss now, because yeah. most people's pictures are on their phone. You don't have that. Well, one of the things I think I love about that is because I like knowing about old stories and kind of where we came from and that sort of thing. I've always been super intrigued by that. And one of our uh, one of our sponsors, Ancestry.com, um, obviously that's that's their whole thing. I mean, you can find out about your background, your heritage, you know, where you came from, what percentage, you know, or, or where you're from in the world. And it's just really interesting. Of course, in our case, you know, we it's also very meaningful to us because we also found out we had a sister and it came because of them. You know, it came because yeah. they were looking up uh, some heritage and basically found the Robertsons, right? Yeah. So if you want to check these guys out, it reveal your ethnic origin, historical details about your family, really interesting stuff. Uh, you get you an Ancestry DNA kit, and you go to Ancestry.com slash Phil. That's Ancestry.com slash Phil, and you're going to get a free trial to check out where you came from. 
I was, what I, I, was, don't I wasn't aware of that, but I, I did want to say this, Phil. Look, this event, they were, I think, raising money for, they have an outdoor ministry where they take teenagers and young people and they go to the outdoors and they hike and boat. And I watched a little video of it and they, you know, they try to share Jesus with them. I mean, okay. And for that many people to show up, which I looked at the guy putting it on, I was like, where do all these people come from? Well, here's what I can't figure. When all this started, the the coronavirus comes out of China, and and the, the havoc that it it wreaked across the world. Uh, I said at the time on the Blaze TV that it came from China. It comes from bats, these cave bats. They know that we know that much, and it either accidentally <clears throat> our own purpose came out of one of these Chinese germ warfare labs accidentally our own purpose that's the okay. way I that's the way I left it but, but you got that yep. from the news so well, who knows well yeah so I just looked enough to say well, that's come, came out of China yeah. what I can't figure out yeah that's true is I didn't wear a mask at any time. I never had a mask on. But you Phil, said, you're not a you're you're in, you're in the <laughs> you never went anywhere. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you the the quandrum that I have noticed. I never wore a mask. I never caught the, the virus. So I said, "Well, you might have had it, but you didn't." No. Yeah. Some doctor showed up. Somebody sent him down there. I didn't call for him. I didn't. I, I didn't know he was coming. So this doctor rolls in. He said. Phil, some of your some of your family members or somebody sent me down here to see if you you and your, you and Miss K are doing okay. Yeah. So you, he sticks you, this thing up my nose and gets a swab, <laughs> takes a little blood from my arm. He said, "I'll I'll get back with you in a couple of days on this." Two days later, he said, "We swabbed you. We got blood out of you. <clears throat> You've never had coronavirus. You don't have yeah. coronavirus now." And he said, so I think you're good to go. Well, I didn't put on a mask after that. The only time I would meet with anybody is that the sons and daughters of God go there, give them some words of encouragement like we do here, and then I'm on back to the house. I never caught it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at I it mean, saying, look, what? I, I was for the mask, you know, during when we were trying to figure all this out. But at this point, I mean – we're 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 here but i wanted to finish my story <clears throat> look when i go to that event the first person in line is a 10 year old kid with his mom in the vip room Cup, big smile on his face had a suit and tie comes in comes up to me i was like boy you got the front row how did you get first in line and he had a he actually had a, a a duck commander hat, and he said, "I I want you to sign this." And uh, he said, "Do you remember me?" Which it's always tough when someone says that. We talked about that. Yeah, <coughs> I'm like, "You seem familiar." Uh, hang on, you have this hat, but we didn't sign it. He's like, "Well, we my mom sent uh, a request for y'all to pray for me five years ago." because I had cancer. And hmm. I just want you to know that 
I'm five years cancer free, and I wanted to thank y'all for praying for me. Hmm. Well, there boy, you go. Well, I got kind of, <clears throat> I got kind of misty eyed, and overclimped. Yeah, I stopped the <clears throat> proceedings, and we had a talk, and I wrote Matthew nineteen twenty six. I couldn't remember my. I was having a brain cramp, so I had to go get my Bible. And I'm looking it up. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little word today, you know. And it's that verse that says, with, with man, this is impossible. They were talking about how hard it was for so a So the kid man. motivated you. Yeah, well, I just thought, well, this is why I'm here. Let's get that out of the way. I don't yep. know what's fixing to happen, but this is awesome. Uh, his name was Mason. <laughs> and so, uh, so we had this moment, and then I go out there. Of course, I'm the energy from the people that were excited and all the people. I probably met 250 people in the VIP line, and they were just all excited and happy. And so I introduced Mason in my opening one minute. He was sitting on the front row and, and his mom, and I told, told him what happened. And I said, you know, here we are, and people wonder what, you know, this is dangerous. All of you gathered up in this close proximity. And, and I could tell during the worship, a third of the people – were worshiping with just no regard to anything in life. I mean, just they were they were getting it. And the I'd say two thirds. I deducted either they come from a more conservative church, or they don't have a church, because I could tell they were they were noticeably uncomfortable about these this many people. And so I kind of went through that a little bit. I was like, don't don't feel awkward or nervous. We're just excited, and I, I went through the benefits of being in Jesus. I brought up the resurrection. I brought up Mason in that we pray. Now, the world may say, oh, he just got lucky, or, you know, fantastic doctors, which, look, we do appreciate the medical world, but we also look at this in his mind. He's like, yeah, I had some fine doctors, and... I got members of the Duck Commander crew to pray for me, and I'm healed. I want to thank God, <laughs> thank you there? all, and the doctors. <laughs> Why are you there? Yeah. A lot of letters are poured in. I want everybody to understand. It's it's 350 million of us here. Just think about it now for a while in the computer world and all that. Which I'm I'm, I'm to this day I'm never on the cell phone, never clicked on a computer. So I'm no not, computer, I'm not no news, no political ring. Yeah, I'm yeah. not searching the internet to find out what you said, good yeah. or bad. None of that. I don't have it. But I will say, every time these letters come in, the names change, but the stories are all the same. I'm tangled up over here. I, I was tangled up over there. I'm fixed to be tangled up over. There's a lot of uh, there's diseases. There's early deaths. There's early. Uh, trouble, uh, there's alcohol, there's drugs, there's this and that and the other. Just remember, we are praying for these people. I want all the listeners to say, we, we pray for them on a regular, I personally pray for them on a regular basis. Yep. I know y'all do too. <clears throat> and just like that story you talked about about the kid, there's been how many stories like that? Yeah. So all of you out there in computer land, just remember, it's a lot of people with a lot of troubles and we're on the earth, and we're hearing about immortality here. We're pointing you to the one who can give yep. you life and immortality. Well, that's what I was going to say. Get Look. you past death. Hey, you hey, don't Jace. have to fear that. But just remember, you said, well, I wonder if they would say something and if they would answer me. There's too many of you. There's, there's too many of you. So, look, our lifestyle is regular prayer on your behalf 
or your uncles, the ones who's on booze and too much, we're trying to help him. He's an alcoholic. We're, we're praying for all of you as much as we can all the time. We're aware of what's going on out there. Just know that. But we can't like be get contact each one of you. Phil, too they're not going to be offended. What you got, Al? It's <laughs> just going to say, let's take a break. All right, well, let me finish my story. So here's what I think, because then I, I led that into sharing Jesus to the crowd. It was well-received, and it made me think, from the world, this seems ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure they're like, you're, you're putting these people at risk, and I'm like, putting people at risk? I just got a five-year-old kid who's now 10 who has gone all in on people that have prayed for him and now we have all these people that have gathered from all across this community and we're talking about things that are way more impressive than the things that cause the fear the panic the anger and so what it made me do is after that trip i thought because i i realized that that i you know i when I shared this story, I would probably get raked over the coals, you know, for like, oh, I cannot believe y'all are all gathering up that close together, you know, worshiping God, wink, wink. I mean, this is ridiculous, you people. But we believe this. So I was I was just thinking, what are the greatest American accomplishments? Could You know, you think about coming up with a vaccine for this, and you're like, it's great. But when you think in the history of America, I thought that's something I need to Google. So I did. And what do you think they were? The top 10 greatest accomplishments in America. Let's see how many of y'all name. Well, the ability to break the sounds, the sound barrier on fast moving aircraft. Yep. Air, we just got off the ground <laughs> in about 1908. There was a couple with aircraft related. All right, so you got two of them yeah, right 100 there. 100 years from the Wright brothers to, Went to the moon. go to Mars. That was number one, <clears throat> going to the moon. Went to the moon. Uh, yep. Anything else? The internet was actually uh, on there. Yep. So you mentioned that. Car. Car was car, like number automobile. three. Uh, yep. Breakthroughs with medical, medical technology. Yep. Phone. A few medical, phone, yeah. there was one, I think, you know, with, when it said, you know. The cell phone, vac- which replaced vaccine. which replaced the walkie-talkie. That's a giant yeah. step upward. So you got the gist of it. <laughs> they say. So so look, I, I took the 10, here's my point. You take the 10 greatest accomplishments. You only have to read three or four verses. We put our faith and trust. If you take each of those issues, you're talking about calling people. You know, our last podcast, he just came over and saw, he just saw, saw. He, he didn't need a phone. He just spoke, and they thought it was thunder. I would say, compared to a cell phone, this is this is not even something you can wrap your head around. This is, yeah. So you say, well, okay, well, the planes. He He's literally transporting and leaving and going to places we can't even see. And when you finally get to the moon, well, he made that and can make it, has made hundreds of them throughout the universe. So I'm like, when we get together and we worship God and we celebrate him answering prayer 
and when we introduce Jesus and, and realize that transformation in their life can happen, and I mean, that's something that, sure, you can go to 12-step groups and you can do things and get counseling, but we've all seen the power of Jesus being shared and the transformation that happened, and sometimes in an instant. You know, I think about Mac Owen. I mean, he goes from just drug-crazed, bam, and now – you know, he leads one of the biggest groups of helping people overcome that years later. And it, you say, what have introduction to Jesus? So all I'm saying is when you look at it from that perspective, I mean, it just warmed my soul. I'm like, now this is the group that I want to be a part of. This, this right here, to me, it was a little, little touch of heaven of us, despite all the pandemonium going out there in the world, for those of us who were in that crowd that night, oh, I'm telling you, it was inspiring. I felt like I levitated to the hotel room. And even in the next <clears throat> the next day, and I'm on the plane, which, you know, I'm going to tell this silly story because it was just totally different. And I tried to go to one of these, uh, these little clubs when you have a long layover because people noticed me because I had the camo and I didn't have a change of clothes, even with a mask, people, and it was get, getting out of hand. You mean you get noticed when you're wearing camo and you don't, you haven't shaved or bathed in a few days? Yeah. People know it's me. <laughs> it makes and sense. And so <clears throat> my assistant. It happens, Jace. My assistant said, go to the club. I can't, I don't know what those things are called now. What, uh, Sky it's Club. It's an airline club. Yeah, you go in the there and you pay, I didn't know what it costs. Well, it costs $75, which I was like, whoa. So here we go again. Take two. You have to have uh, an American Express card that I still don't have to get in the club. <laughs> I'm I'm trying the old debit was, card again. Al. Jace, I was I was I was a, I was about to say you're going to have to have a credit card because Lisa and I go into them all the time. Hang on, let's take let, let's take one last break before you tell the story. So. So now I'm. Why like, is this battle never ending? Well, because I don't have them. Y'all are talking. Because you don't go anywhere. Over, so a, over a debit card. This why, is good. Why news not too. just call the debit card and get what you need? But you got to you got to remember, I'm levitating on the power of the spirit in this experience, right? So I had a shirt on. You know that yellow shirt that I wear? That I think my wife designed that. That has the cross and it says "I am" and it and it has a verse there john i think it's john eight or john five yeah and I, it, I was, it. Where he, it was john eight where he said before abraham was born i am yeah that's it it has that well i had yeah, that shirt yeah. on well, i didn't notice i had that shirt on so the woman uh and an older african-american woman she's sitting there and i'm like trying to give her the card and she's like we can't you can't i was like oh well, i'll pay cash no no i said oh she said but you had the right shirt on. And so I, I looked down, and she said, so it's on me. So that's and more powerful than the debit card. Well, I had a verse on my shirt, and obviously this woman believes in Jesus, and she thought, and I mean, look, she didn't know me, and I look a little rough. It's a wonderful thing when the sons and daughters of God are together. I looked at it, and I thought, well, I, I appreciate it, she said. I appreciate you wearing that. And she she started quoting the verse that was on my shirt. And I thought, 
Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we've had a pivotal moment, a change from looking at it from the heavenly, from 30,000 feet. Jace, your dialogue, your dialogue, just a reminder, yeah. uh, on the atheist wing out there, they, 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 they said, you know what they're saying? You talk about a bunch of idiots. Oh, I know. And look, check this out. So I I land, I come back. They're the closest convenience store to my house. There's a guy from Europe there that I met because I always stop in there. And uh, and since I I traveled to uh, when I traveled to Ukraine, I told him about my trip, you know, because he has an accent. I mean, through the last few years, I've had many conversations with this guy, and I've befriended him. Of course, you know why. I'm, I want to introduce him to Jesus. And I've made little comments here and there. and so, But that's gone on for years. And so I go in the convenience store because I always want to stop at the same store right by my house, whatever, you know, and uh, to get whatever I, I needed. I can't even remember now. Well, I'll go in there, and I get the stuff, and he says, hey, I want to ask you something. Uh, my wife and I, we're, we're thinking about coming in and visiting your church. I was like, really? And so we talked about it. You'll like it. it. But it was just another little moment where I thought, man, why? why, You know, why was I so upset? I mean, it's like I had one trip that it, it couldn't have gone any worse. And this, looking at it from a spiritual perspective, couldn't have gone any any better. And then when I get back, here's I the know guy why. that you planted the seeds. Go ahead. I know. I know exactly why. Because your trip last time we talked about it was to just a treasure hunt, and not not that you don't you you bring godly things into everything, but yeah. I'm saying it was it was more for your own personal benefit, yeah. and everything went haywire and wrong. This one you did for God and the kingdom. This was a mission, and yeah. so therefore God blessed you every step of the way. That's what I think. Maybe so, and I think some of it's perspective. I think when you get really excited, you know, one of the things you can do to better yourself in Christ is go to these events where you know something good is going to happen in your spiritual life. I mean, you remember the first time they used to have a a workshop or or like a conference in Tulsa that we went to. And I I remember the first time I went, because to me, we're out here in the country and our little church that Phil and them started was what, 50 people maybe? Yep. And here I am in you know, my later teenage years. I'm trying to follow Jesus. But you feel kind of alone when you're supposed to go to a public, public school and you're, you're trying to live for Jesus. I remember the first time I went there. And how many people would be in that arena? I don't want to misspeak. 30,000, 40, something uh, like that? That wouldn't be quite. About about eight to 10,000. Oh, was it? I, I couldn't remember. I just remember. Yep singing just as i am which is an old hymnal yeah. from what a couple hundred years ago i remember sitting Way in that back. arena for the first time with those thousands of people and i'm like you know what this is awesome and i, I got teary-eyed yeah. just thinking this is we we believe in this and it's good and true and holy but there is <clears throat> some power and that, and I had the same feeling a couple of years ago when Missy and I and we took Mia went to a worship conference in Nashville. It just and and especially everything that we've been through with the uh, 
with the coronavirus and everybody being alone. And boy, I'm just telling you, I mean, that was a long story to say that that trip was phenomenal. I mean, I am fired up and I'll thank the people who were there in Lake City. I made the same. Uh, I noticed that, Jace. I've been noticing even at our church because, you know, we've been meeting back for a pretty good while. But even meeting just like part of a group and we're in this big room that normally holds, you know, three times, four times as many people are there. And, you know, and most of our most time our church has been fairly open about not really super worried about the virus other than, you know, some aren't depending on their circumstances. But I've just noticed it's hard to get that what you're describing, that excitement, enthusiasm, because it's awkward. You're not sure somebody has a mask and I doesn't do, do I, or am I making them uncomfortable? You know? And so I think now that we're kind of advancing along and with the vaccinations, I guess, I mean, it just feels like to me, it feels like the old spirit is back. Like yesterday when I was preaching, people were responding, uh, you know, during the sermon, they were laughing more. Yeah. It was just like, it just felt like they were more, you know, this, even our worship yesterday on both sides just seemed so phenomenal. I mean, people just, yeah. I think there's a relaxing of that about people getting together. I think you're exactly right. Isaiah came up with an interesting, I read this yesterday. This was part of my lesson. And I was the old ACDC movie, Highway to Hell, the song they made, you know, <laughs> there's roads you get on and paths you take. Isaiah, 700 and some odd years before Jesus said, a highway will be there, these for, for the redeemed. A highway will be there. It will be called, check this out, Jay, which you're on 2,000 years later, same road. It will be called the way of holiness. The hmm. unclean will not journey on it. It will be for those who walk in the way. Wicked fools will not go about on it. <laughs> Where's that, Isaiah 35? Isaiah 35. Pretty cool. Well, well, it reminds me of when Jesus said, don't worry about the one who can kill the body, but the body and the soul. Yep. And look, we we took our precautions. We tried to help people out, especially the elder dur- elders, you know, during this whole process. But you got to remember, there's something of greater importance out there that everyone on the planet needs more than a vaccine and it's you know a cure for the soul and the heart yep and the holy spirit can not only you know heal but also redeem and resurrect so anything involving that it, it it's just more appealing it's more appealing to me and look if you told me you're risking your life by doing it and all those people are risking your life and other lives i think it's worth the risk solitarsis i think you're right apostle paul so to uh to quote the great um local preacher ernie miles from years past jace the I clock on the wall says that's all y'all <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast help us out by rating us on itunes And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.